VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, I always say it's an honor and pleasure to be with Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive strategies to help you live the kind of life that you want to live. I've been doing this work for over 20 years, started in the early 80s when people said, nobody wants to hear this. And I think we've really progressed and people do want to hear not just the positive and the inspiration, but ways that we can change our thinking so that we really can have the kind of life that we want to have and make the choices that, that serve us best. And my guest today certainly uh, is talking about wonderful choices. My guest is Crystal Nanny and her book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. Crystal Nanny, RN, is a medical intuitive who's worked for 16 years as an ER and trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. Since devoting herself to medical intuition, she's performed readings for thousands of clients. Crystal speaks and teaches nationally and in Europe on the principles of spiritual responsibility and intuition and their role in creating health and happiness in our lives. She's the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California. And her website is crystal, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L, nanny.com. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you. Now, I find it really amazing that you're able, it's almost as though you're in a paradox. You work in these very busy or did ERs with chaos and with not so much consciousness. And then, on the other hand, you can push that aside and tune into your intuitive voice and, and go to a place of stillness. How do you do that? Well, it's interesting. I still consider myself, I still work in emergency medicine, but it's a little different. It's the spiritual, emotional emergency medicine that mm-hmm. I'm doing. What happened was when I worked in the ER, you know, we would patch people up, we would take care of them, but I noticed that it was very palliative in its treatment, meaning we only worked on the symptoms. And for me, I was on a quest to find out why people got sick and what could we do to keep them healthy. And so my intuitive abilities just naturally evolved based on the work that I was doing. Mm-hmm. As Very you know, medicine is intuitive. Yes. Well, you come, though, when you talk about intuition, you bring it not just to choices but to sacred choices, and you talk about the tribe. Now, how does the tribe fit in here? Well, when I talk about the tribe, I'm talking about anyone that taught you how to be a good person. This would include your family, your teachers, society, your church. Even in an office, people tell you the rules, the tribal rules of how to get along and how to be liked and respected. And these tribal rules, we inherit them from different groups. The problem is they are not always in alignment with our spirit. Let me give you an example. One of the tribal laws says... It's selfish to be very happy when someone you care about or love 
is not as happy. And so what happens is people will tamp down their happiness and tamp down their joy and their accomplishments when they speak to these people because they don't want to feel selfish. Yet their spirit is yearning to be excited and passionate and vibrant. Mm -hmm. So it creates a conflict between do I listen to what I'm supposed to do or do I listen to my spirit, my heart, and live authentically? Mm -hmm. Mm. So what you're saying is sometimes we're not allowed to act on what we're feeling because we have these old beliefs that are telling us we should do something different. Yes, and unfortunately many of the beliefs are unconscious. But the good news is there are ways to find out when you're operating under an unconscious belief. And one of the ways is listen by listening to what you say. When you hear yourself say, I have to do that or I must mm-hmm. do that or I'm supposed to do that, you're operating under an unconscious tribal law. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, you know, so many religions and faiths and ethnic beliefs have their own little superstitions and their own uh, values that are passed down to us that we just follow because it was ingrained in us from childhood. Yes, and, you know, it's interesting. That is another way that we find out what tribal beliefs, you know, we have inherited. By looking at your value system by looking at your judgments, if you will. For example, if I said, what do you think about someone who's been divorced twice? Some people will say, well, that's terrible. They shouldn't be divorced at all. Other people, it doesn't bother them. And again, these judgments are going to tell you what your tribal beliefs say about marriage, for example. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what would you think about someone ending a relationship who's in relationship with a really nice person? Mm-hmm. Again, it says you didn't work hard enough or a relationship, you know, if you can't make it with a nice person, there's something wrong with you. These are all tribal beliefs that cause people to make choices out of alignment with their spirit. Mm-hmm. And and if we could go back and look at those beliefs, and how do you suggest people do that? Sometimes, Crystal, people don't even know they have them. I, they don't even know they're operating from a belief. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times at a workshop or in a reading someone would swear to me they wouldn't do something, and yet they go and they do it because of this unconscious belief. Mm-hmm. One of the major reasons I wrote Sacred Choices is to actually put the beliefs on paper so a person can go easily and read them and say, oh, my gosh, this is me. This is how I feel about work. This is what I believe about relationships or love. This is my idea of life. Because if you can see them, they become more conscious. And as you said earlier, to me, knowledge is power mm-hmm. because now we have opportunity to make different choices. Give us an example of several beliefs of the people that you've counseled. What are the typical beliefs from different tribes that you hear? One thing that I see very often is simple. It's called life is a struggle. Now, here's the problem. If you've ever awakened and said, oh, gosh, it's going to be a long day or a rough day, it generally is because you're putting out that broadcast that says it's going to be a long or a rough day. Mm-hmm. Imagine putting out a broadcast that says life is a struggle. It's going to contaminate every arena, every arena, everything you do, because your belief is it's supposed to be a struggle, and it will cause you to be almost powerless in situations because you're just expecting it to be that way. Mm-hmm. Another one that people that I find very often is that once you have been a friend with someone for a while, 
five years, ten years, fifteen years, they become a friend for life. Even if you have grown apart from that person, even if you think about spending time with that person and you feel a little deflated and maybe even a little angry and feel a little trapped because you don't really want to spend time with that person. Maybe they've become negative or critical, mm-hmm. but because they're a friend for life, I have to stick with them. Mm-hmm. And the third place that I see the most problems in terms of family, you know, family is family. I was going to ask you about family. Sorry? I was going to ask you about family. Yeah, you know the expression, blood is thicker than water, mm-hmm. and, you know, you stand by your family no matter what and all of that. What happens, though, if you have a narcissistic mother? What happens if you have an absent parent who, because of addiction or mental illness or whatever problem, what happens if you have a family of people that are just not nice or negative or don't support you? Mm -hmm. Because you share the blood type, the tribal belief says you have to keep going back and get pounded. You have to keep going back and interacting with these people even though they don't support your highest good because they can't. Okay, okay. So let's say that you decide to break away from that tribal belief. Okay. And you're okay with it. But now you're going back and you're interacting with a family that feels that you are selfish because you've estranged yourself or that you're different and you're not behaving the way you used to and so there's something wrong. How do you reconcile that in your own belief? Because when you stand in front of a mirror and you talk to your spirit and you say, Do they have the right to put me down? Do they have the right to treat me poorly and with disrespect just because we share the same blood type? The answer is, if you are in truth, no, they do not. Mm -hmm. In other words, you would not accept that kind of behavior from someone outside of your family. Sharing the same blood type does not give that right to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is sometimes, yes, you will break away from the tribe, and they might even think that you are selfish, but somebody has to take the lead. Someone has to make a change, or else things stay the same. Right. By nature, we are not static beings. We're dynamic. Right. That's what evolution and spiritual growth is all about. And I think what we'll do in the next segment is talk about when you know you need to change a belief the five stages of changing a tribal belief because that's so ingrained in you that can take some time. So we're going to talk about that next. My guest is Crystal Nanny, RN, who's a medical intuitive who's worked for 16 years as an ER and trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. Since devoting herself to medical intuition, she's performed readings for thousands of clients and speaks and teaches nationally in Europe on the principles of spiritual responsibility and intuition and their role in creating health and happiness in our lives. Crystal is the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California, where she lives. You can visit her at crystal, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L, nanny.com. Her new book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. 
Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guest, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin. I have a wonderful guest on today. Her name is Crystal Nanny and her book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. Crystal Manny is an RN who's a medical intuitive. She worked for 16 years as an ER and a trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. Since devoting herself to medical intuition, she's performed readings for thousands of clients. Crystal speaks and teaches nationally and in Europe and on the principles of spiritual responsibility and intuition and their role in creating health and happiness in our lives. She's the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California, and her website is crystal, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L, nanny.com. Welcome back, Crystal. Thank you. And, folks, you can call us at 866-472-5788 on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. These shows are all archived on my site and on the Voice America site, so they, they stay there, and you can listen or have your friends and family listen at any time after this broadcast. But Crystal, we were talking about how sometimes, many times, a belief won't serve you. For example, you know, you're taught that blood is thicker than water and that you must stay close to your family no matter what, even if you're getting abused. 
and you're saying that's a belief that really needs to change. But the question is, how do you do that when it's so ingrained in you and you're feeling guilty because your family reminds you of it? <laughs> so you have five stages of changing a tribal belief. Talk about them. Yes. It's, it's very similar to Kuba Ross's five stages of grief or mm-hmm. dying or when you uh, experience a significant loss. The five stages are shock and denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Mm. Think about it. You uncover that you have this tribal belief that life has to be a struggle, let's say. You, when you realize this, you're shocked and you're, you're saying, no, no, this is not possible. This is, this is not possible that, it, that it's, it's not true. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you've lived like this your whole life. You've watched your family live like this. You've watched society live like this. Then the anger comes out. What were they thinking to teach me this nonsense? What were they thinking? And, in fact, the tribe was trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. Then we get into the negotiation stage. Well, maybe I could change that tribal belief a little bit when it comes to my friends, but not to my family. Then comes the depression. People say, I have wasted five years, ten years, living by this tribal belief that has mm-hmm. not served me has not raised my vibration and made me happy. And then eventually we come to acceptance to say, mm-hmm. okay, this is not in my highest good and I'm ready to start changing it. Mm-hmm. This process can happen. I've seen it happen in minutes. Really? And I've seen it take months. Yeah. And it's really up to the person. You know, another one that comes to mind that's similar to this is the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And I'm thinking of that for folks that stay in marriages and stay in relationships that are just not serving them in the, anymore. And, you know, they're not happy in their marriage, but they just, they're just too afraid to break out. Part of it's a fear of breaking out because some people believe that change has to be hard. Mm-hmm. And, again, if you set that up, you put out that broadcast. And remember, our thoughts help to create and shape our future and our reality. Mm-hmm. So if you think that change is hard... You'll make it hard. And the other thing is, if you have a tribal belief that you don't leave a relationship until you have tried everything, from marriage counseling to whatever, you're not going to leave. And then I say, but what if your partner doesn't do marriage counseling? What if your partner doesn't want to engage with you? What if your partner doesn't want to fix it? What happens to you? This is about respecting yourself, about aligning with your spirit so that you can live the most high vibration life you can. Mm. Because my belief is we heal each other. If you walk around with a high vibration and you interact with someone, you are spreading that wonderful high vibration and lifting them up. Well, and you also start attracting that in your life, correct? You start attracting those people that have that vibration. Of course. And one of my goals is to reach what I call the tipping point towards positivity in this world. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of prejudice, negativity, criticism, low vibration. The more we raise our vibration and go out and share that with others, the higher their vibration becomes, Mm -hmm. and eventually it will tip us in the right direction. Right. Or Or when our friends start falling off, it's because their vibration is lower and it's just not matching, and our vibrations don't match. That's exactly what happens. And I have to say, when you look at all of the head chatter and debate you go through, like when I was using that example of a friend who you've been a friend with for a long time, but yet Mm -hmm. after you interact, you don't come away feeling vibrant and alive. Mm -hmm. You actually feel a little resentful that you had to 
take this time and do it. Mm-hmm. Think about what's happening. You're missing life because you're spending time being angry. You're not being authentic, so you're actually prostituting yourself, mm-hmm. which erodes your soul. Yeah. Yeah. I think the challenge there, though, for crystal people listening to this are thinking, well, that's easy for you to say. You don't have to stand next to this person and tell them that they don't serve you anymore or that your vibrations are different or this other person will not understand if I, if I am not with them as much. How do you answer those questions? Well, first of all, we always want to come from a very compassionate and loving place and to be completely authentic and honest when you have no apology for what you are saying. Say, you know, I've noticed that we've grown in different directions. To say that is a profound gift to give to another person. You know that friend that you have that you say, hey, does my butt look big in these jeans? Mm. You know that friend that will tell you the truth? Well, that honesty, that's a gift that you give to someone. Mm. Even if what you're saying is not always received in the moment, that person knows they can always come back to you for an honest answer. And that is amazing. That creates safety. That creates, you know, total authenticity. It doesn't get better than that. That's very respectful to do to people. And, yeah, sometimes they're going to get hurt and they're going to walk away. But when they really look at it, are they really having that much fun in the relationship? Probably not. But somebody has to be the leader and take the first step. Otherwise, things remain the same. So I guess that follows this question. How do you maintain healthy and good relationships with your tribe even if their direction and beliefs are different from where you want to head. So how do you how do you make it work? The number one thing is to take care of yourself. If you are in a situation in any relationship where you are not being treated well, you're being abused, you're being badgered, you don't have to stay and take it. You can excuse yourself. You can leave. You can step away. You know, you go to visit and the whole thing erupts. You leave, you go to a hotel, you fly back home, you do whatever you have to do. First and foremost, you have to take care of yourself. Second of all, remember, we are teaching people how to treat us without ever saying a word. It's based on our energy broadcast. So if you are respecting yourself and wanting to be treated well and you're treating yourself well, you are giving off that broadcast. If you're giving off doormat energy... Again, you're going to attract people who will come in and just wipe their feet. And it's that mm-hmm. simple. So it's, it's really honoring yourself is really what you're saying. It's what it comes down to, yes. And, you know, when you really look at it, people say to me, well, how do I know? Because if you're about to do something that you hear yourself saying, I should, I must, and then you're feeling a little trapped, a little resentful, ask yourself if there were no logistical considerations. No one would think I'm selfish. I'm not going to hurt anyone's feelings. What would my authentic self want to do in this situation? Mm-hmm. Once you have that knowledge, we can find a compassionate way to implement it. Yeah. But don't you think, Crystal, we always know deep down inside? Absolutely. And we're all, often we're fighting ourselves when we're, when, you know, we're doing battle, when we just were resisting doing what our heart tells us. Absolutely. We always, and this is what I hear all the time, after all is said and done, the person will say to me, I knew that, but I just didn't want to go there. Mm 
Mm-hmm. But when you go there, all of the conflict goes away. All of the distraction goes away because now you are living authentically. Let's take relationships. You've heard this. Relationships require a lot of work and love requires sacrifice. We've grown up with this. Yes, we have. Now, if I don't take care of myself, my relationships will be a lot of work. If I don't speak up and ask for what I need, it will make my relationships a lot of work. For example, let's say my birthday is coming up and you're going to buy me a birthday present. If I am not honest with you and tell you, hey, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, you have a hard job, don't you, trying to figure out what I need, what I want, what I like, Mm -hmm. versus being very open and authentic. A relationship becomes a lot of work if we don't take care of ourselves and speak up for what we need. So I'm saying to people, we don't need to live by that tribal belief that relationships require work. Mm -hmm. There are actually things we can do so that they're not work. And, you know, sometimes it may feel oh, almost difficult to really state your belief or to share, but when you have that trust with someone and you can say, you know, when you said that the other day, you know, that, that really bothered me because of, and they can receive it and understand it and you can talk about it and you know you're not going to be shut down. I think that's part of the gift, too, don't you? Exactly. And that's why, you know, you start out with that one person you feel safe with, and eventually it becomes a way of life for you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. someone has to take that first step. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, look back in history. If, if Leonardo didn't say, hey, we can fly, if he didn't step outside the tribal way, when they laughed at him and they scorned him and they said, no way, if someone didn't have the courage to step outside the tribal way, we would not have evolved the way we have. True. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about Sacred Choices, the name of the book, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit by Crystal Nanny. And we'll talk more about the treasured beliefs that you may have that are not serving you, what is your real truth. My guest is Crystal Nanny, RN, who's a medical intuitive who's worked for 16 years as an ER and trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. Since devoting herself to medical intuition, she has performed readings for thousands of clients. Crystal speaks and teaches nationally and in Europe on the principles of spiritual responsibility and intuition and their role in creating health and happiness in our lives. She's the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California. And you can visit her at crystalnanny.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L, nanny.com. And you can call us after the break at 866-472-5788. All these shows are archived on my site, raskinresources.com, and on the Voice America site, voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Rask, and we'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com 
Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women and Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. VoiceAmerica.com There you go. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, as I say, I I believe so much in positive living. I've been doing this work in the media, on TV, and on radio for over 25 years now. And I did it in a time when people said, nobody wants to hear this. And now, so many people do. One of the most popular movies for those of us who are somewhat alternative in our beliefs and believe in positive thinking is The Secret, and I really suggest all of you see it because it's really what we're talking about today. It's about changing our thinking to really look at what it is we desire and to bring it in on that high vibrational level. My guest today is Crystal Nanny. Her book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. Crystal Nanny is an RN who's a medical intuitive, and she's worked for 16 years as an ER and trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. Since devoting herself to medical intuition, Crystal has performed readings for thousands of clients. She teaches and speaks nationally and in Europe on the principles of spiritual responsibility and intuition and their role in creating health and happiness in our lives. She's the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California, and her website is crystalnanny.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L-N-A-N-I.com. And we have two callers. How exciting. Diana, tell us where you're from and your question for Crystal. Hi, I'm from Santa Monica, California, and my question is uh, needs to be preceded by 
an amazing testimonial since I went to Crystal's workshop in November. My life is unbelievably positive. Gifts, jobs, relationships are clearing, and it really is easy. I want to go back just for a minute to what you were just talking about, about friendships and taking the first step. I had a friend who I had labeled as a notoriously negative person in my life. I was felt like I felt ill after I saw her. I was so depressed, but I felt ob- obligated to be her friend. And I, after the workshop, I called her and I said, I'm going to have to cancel our date. And she said, oh, why? And I said, I told her that I really felt my vibration would be just incredibly low. And I wasn't, I didn't have the guns for it. And she said, wow, it must be really important to you to say that to me, and I want to know how I can help you raise your vibration. Wow. And you could have blown me over with a feather. (laughs) It was incredible. Mm. So I want to thank you, Crystal, and I want to also thank you, Patricia, for having having the show happen. Um, My question is about my doormat energy, Crystal, which you're familiar with, and how I might infuse some playfulness in that as I'm changing it. So Great playfulness question. into the doormat energy. Remember yeah, because doorm- I find I'm working really hard to change the doormat energy, and I wa- I'm, it's not working for me, and I want to unapologetically change my apologetic energy. <laughs> I have to tell you, before working on the doormat energy, the one you need to work on is that change is hard. Yes. That one is a showstopper, and when okay. you believe change is hard, it will contaminate everything you do, including being playful. It'll feel like work. <laughs> so what I would say to you is, can you look back at any point in your life where you changed something easily? Is it reasonable? Is it possible that some things could be changed easily? Absolutely. The last three months are testimonial to that. Okay. So be an empirical scientist and say, you know what? <laughs> it has worked in this instant. Perhaps it can work again. Again, it has to be reasonable to you. Yeah. And ask yourself, is it reasonable to believe that some things I don't have to work so hard at? Yes. Can you wake up each day and say, well, on Mondays I don't have to work so hard? (laughs) You see, what we're doing is we're incrementally changing that tribal belief that is so ingrained in you because for you to work hard makes you a good person. Right. So if I take away your hard work, you're no longer a good person according to your tribal law. But I'm saying you can still work hard, but once in a while can it be easy? (laughs) Is that reasonable? You see, that's the key. Once it's reasonable, it's going to move through you and become truth for you. So that's where you need to start. Great. I'm going to start right now. (laughs) Good work. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. We have another caller on the air. Is it Angela? Is that the correct name? Yes. Hi, Angela. Tell us where you're from. Hi, I'm from Denver, Colorado. Okay. And your um, question. Thank you, you want for to know when it's going to stop snowing, I read, right? Two <laughs> um, of your books, Crystal, Diary of a Medical Intuitive and Sacred Choices. Yes. And I'm calling to see if you can tell me what was going on with me in my life while to allow me to let a disease to take root. And... What does this disease say about who I am? Okay. Let me tell you right off the bat, and I'm speaking in terms of tribal beliefs for right now, okay? Okay. One of the things that I see right away with you is that 
you have a belief that if you let yourself off the hook too easily for transgressions, mistakes, sins, whatever you want to call them, if you let yourself off the hook too easily and forgive yourself too quickly, it means you're not really a good person. And I do see that you are holding on to your mistakes, and I will tell you, it stands in the way of your connection with your higher power, God, whatever word you use. It stands in the way of your connection with the divine so that you're working awfully hard. In other words, you don't have help. Does that make sense to you? It does. So this is about forgiveness. And one of the ways to get to that place is to understand exactly what you are looking for forgiveness for. Do you know what that is? At the moment, I do not. Okay. When I look backward with you, I see that you consider yourself a bit selfish. And I know that's a powerful word. But in my lingo, what I see is that any time you want to take care of yourself, any time you want to do something outside of what you are supposed to be doing, you feel selfish. And it's almost as if you don't have a right to have your own thoughts and your own life. And so what's happening is you're actually punishing yourself. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking at. So I want you to think about how often when you take care of other people, how often are you on that list? Or do you do what you need to do and then if there's time left, you get something? Where are you on that list? In the past, I think I was taking care of other people. And maybe not through my actions, but just in my mind. I had to check in with them and make sure they were okay or just know what they were doing. And since reading your book, actually just in November... And I've been beginning to make changes, but I still notice that other things take priority before my health. Exactly. You're not high up on the list. So for you, the chapter to really look at is the chapter on selfishness. And also, if you look in Guidance 24-7, please look at the part of the book in regard to forgiveness because that's what's standing in your way right now. Do you understand the conflict? You can't allow yourself to heal. You can't allow yourself to feel good and happy if you're feeling like a selfish person because we know the selfish people should be punished. Okay. Do you understand that's a tribal belief? I don't truly believe that, but you do. Okay. Do you think I also have the tribal belief that I'm not safe, I'm not okay, so I need to be doing all of these things to validate myself? What happens is when people tell me they feel selfish, it's not actually selfish. What they're saying is, I'm concerned for my reputation. I'm worried about what people are going to think about me. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. That's what's actually going on. It's about you. If you can just hang on to this one part, it's about you being on the list with everyone else. That's what's going to change things. I would also highly recommend that you come to a workshop. We're around the country because we do healing and we do personal work at every single workshop. They are very, very experiential. So I'd highly recommend that so you have a little added support. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling, Angela. Thank you. All right. 
You know, I want to uh, expand on that a little bit before the break, this whole thing of selfishness, because this is a belief that I think... Are you there? I'm here. Okay, I heard a tone. This is a belief that I think is so pervasive that if we take care of ourselves and if we really look for our own highest good, that we're selfish. And I think that's a, that's a tribal belief that goes across many cultures, uh, many religions. Talk about that, Crystal. Well, when you believe that you are selfish, what you're saying is that my needs are not as important as yours. First of all, I want you to think about teaching that to your children or your nephews or your nieces or your grandchildren. Would you want them to grow up thinking that their needs are not as important as other people's? Because that's going to push them into the background. That's going to take away from their spontaneity and their joy in life. But what people are actually saying when they say, I'm afraid of being selfish, is they're actually concerned for their reputation. Yes. They are worried if they don't do what they're doing that... Someone will think badly of them. And if we heal that part of us, that part where self-esteem and confidence comes from, if we heal that part of us, we're not concerned with what other people think. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. And that, that's a big one. And the other big one, I think, is forgiveness, where we hold on to those resentments and we're still blaming and shaming. And that's a tough one, too. And it's because of a simple tribal belief that says if you let it go too easily, it couldn't have bothered you that much. Mm-hmm. Because we know good people stay up at night and think about their transgressions. It's the ones who don't care that sleep like little babies. But mm-hmm. that's a tribal belief. Mm-hmm. That is a tribal belief. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, we're going to take a break. Fascinating. We're going to talk more about tribal beliefs that limit us And what are things that we can do to break from those? We'll keep talking, and you're welcome to call us, folks. We love getting the calls at 1-866-472-5788. My guest is Crystal Nanny. Her book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. Crystal Nanny is a medical intuitive who's worked for 16 years as an ER and trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. Since devoting herself to medical intuition, she has performed readings for thousands of clients. Crystal speaks and teaches nationally and in Europe on the principles of spiritual responsibility and intuition and their role in creating health and happiness in our lives. She's the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California, and her website is crystalnanny.com. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. 
Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcast each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. West Coast Business Review and host Andy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, echopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily. From hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products, get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Living the Green Life for a human, healthy, and planet-friendly lifestyle. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest is Crystal Nanny. Her book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. Crystal Nanny is an RN. She's a medical intuitive who worked for 16 years as an ER and trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. She is a medical intuitive. She's performed readings for thousands of people. She teaches all over the world, and she speaks on the principles of spiritual responsibility. Crystal Nanny is the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California, and her website is crystalnanny.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L, Nanny.com. And we have several callers on the air that I'm very excited to bring on. Our first one is Melody. Melody, welcome. Tell us where you're from and your question for Crystal. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. And uh-huh. Crystal, I can't believe I have you on the phone here. I read Diary of the Medical Intuitive and I'm currently reading 24-7. And I'm a physical therapist in healthcare. I actually manage outpatient rehab clinic myself. And um, I just feel like your principles are so applicable in so many realms. I feel like even as a PT, I you know, have uh, all my people, I feel like, need this kind of uh, information and teaching to make their lives better and make better choices for themselves. So for myself, um, you know, it, it, I, I don't even really know where to start. I sort of feel like, um, you know, I guess I don't know if I should preface it by saying my family divorced 10 years back and we were a really tight-knit family. And um, thereafter, I just have felt very fearful and sort of anxious that I'm going to lose all these things that I'm working so hard to achieve and it's never really enough. And yet I'm still sort of lost that I have a wonderful husband. I have two wonderful kids and a dog and a cat and all these things. But I really just don't know where I should be and what's holding me back and what my purpose is. You know what I mean? I do. Remember that um, sometimes we are going to lose different tribes in our life because of different reasons, but it means that you get to create a new tribe, whether it's a new tribe of spiritually growing people, a new tribe, whether it be the bowling league, whether it be the girls club, whatever it is. You haven't put yourself into a tribe just yet. When I look at you, there are people around you, but you're not connected. Does that make sense to you? Yep, that sounds perfect. 
The other thing I have to tell you is something that I do see that stands out in your energy field. You have a belief that when somebody um, dies, you know, someone that you've loved, that if you let go of your grief, it means you didn't actually care that much about the person. And I notice that that is standing in your way. It's actually tamping down your joy. So when we lose relationships, okay, when they die, what happens is that part of you says, no, no, if if I forget and I get happy and I get reconnected with other tribes and I'm going on with my life, it means I don't really care. And that is not true. And that's what mm-hmm. I see the problem is. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I would yeah. specifically look at the chapter on grieving. Okay. Okay? Would that apply, do you think, to my family? The yes, fact that my family so. divorced way back when? I, I'm trying to think of folks I've lost in, like, as in died, like, and I don't have, I mean... You have the death of relationships. That's what death you have. Death of relationships. Yeah. Okay. So look at it right. because the chapter on grieving is going to go through that very explicitly for you. Okay. Take a look at that. Okay. Thank and you. Okay. I think that will kind of guide Melody. me in letting go of certain things that will make change less hard. Well, when you believe change is hard, that's a showstopper. That's one of those beliefs that you have to work on right away. And I would say to you, can you do it incrementally? Can some things be easy and other things be hard? Would that be okay? Yes, definitely. Okay, <laughs> so it's not an all or nothing. Remember, when you put yourself into that black and white rigid place, all or nothing, it's either hard or easy. That's when you get trapped. How about right. a little sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Thank you so much for calling, Melody. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right, we have another caller on the air, Rob. Rob, tell us where you're from. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm from Marina Del Rey, California. Okay, and your question for Crystal. I can barely hear you. All of a sudden. And your question Hello? for Crystal? We can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, just a quick testimonial also. I've read all three of your books, Crystal, and been to the workshops, and I just love you, and you're amazing. Uh-huh. And Thank you. um, And this work is just totally transforming my life. It's amazing. Uh, my question is, or I don't know, I guess my question, um, I've sort of... The change is happening. It's on. My whole life is changing. Things are going. But I want it now. I'm impatient. I have still have to pay my rent at the moment doing something that I don't love doing. And um, sometimes I just kind of wake up in the morning and it feels like a drag. I hear you. And you know what? One of those <laughs> tribals that's in your way is that change takes a long time. It's that simple. I see. You actually still have that belief inside of your field that change takes a long time. And I need to know why. Why does it take a long time for you? Why does it take a long time? Um, Only reason it would take a long time is if that's your choice. So is it okay that it happens quickly? I guess it doesn't seem like that can happen, but that's kind of ridiculous. Remember, you are creating your reality and your future based upon your thoughts. If you keep telling your body that change takes a long time, it's going to take a long time. What do you say we just, for grins and giggles, give it a try that in this instance, in what you're doing, in your career, in your success, that it can happen quickly, just in this one arena of your life. The rest we can take a long time. Is that reasonable? (laughs) Is that reasonable? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
that's what I want you to do. I want you to start being with the idea that in this arena of your life, things can happen very quickly because you know that okay. they can. Yes. Okay? That's all it is. I do know that. That's all that it is. You all have right. this thing that you have to pay your dues, and it's all not right. true. But if you keep thinking that way, you will. All right. We're going to have to move on because we have another caller. I hope this helped you, Rob. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks All right. Bye. One more, and then we have to, and we're coming to the close of the show. Oh, we oh, can no. go on another hour. Shelly, you're on the air with Positive Living. Tell us where you're from. I'm from Manhattan, Kansas. Okay. Thank you. And your question? My question is, Crystal, I've read your books. I met you at a workshop, and my question is, as I read, I see myself in so many chapters. I need help figuring out the primary change I need to make the primary tribal belief that will have the most impact and make me see the others more clearly. Okay, I have one quick question for you, and it's a yes or no answer. Do you deserve to be happy? Yes. Now, you know me, when somebody says something, what am I doing? I'm looking at their energy to see if their energy is behind their words. So I would ask you again, do you deserve to be happy? I believe I do. Your answer for me would be eventually but not now. That's what I see standing in your way. See, logically, you'd say to me, of course I deserve to be happy, but when I look, your energy does not run through the chakra system. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. So what I'm going to tell you is to look in the fifth chakra, which is your throat, which is where your thyroid is, because what I'm seeing is that you know something that you don't want to know and you don't want to deal with, and it's preventing your happiness. I don't want to be very specific on the air because there are other people involved in this, but do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? I do, but I don't know what it is. I've, I know that block is there. It's physical. I feel it. I have had other energy workers see it and feel it, and I don't What I would do it. is I would sit down and say, what is it that I know that I don't want to know? And that's your answer because you already know it. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And it's what stands in between you and your happiness right now. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling, Shelley. Thank you. All right, we're just about ready to wrap up. Crystal, if people get one thing out of this program today on Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside Your Tribe, to heal your spirit, what do you want them to get? I want them to get that they can always change their life for the better, regardless of how old they are, regardless of their tribal beliefs. If you're not exuberantly happy with your life, take a look at the book and see what's holding you back from that exuberance. Mm. And if people want to get a copy of your book, do they go to your website, crystalnanny.com? They can go into any bookstore. They can go to amazon.com and certainly visit the website. Absolutely. Okay. Wonderful. And I really thank you for being on the program. It was absolutely wonderful. And let me just tell folks again, my guest today has been Crystal Nanny, a medical intuitive who's worked for 16 years as an ER and trauma nurse in New York City's busiest hospitals. She is known as a medical intuitive. She's performed readings for thousands of clients. She speaks nationally and internationally. She's the founder of the Center for Spiritual Responsibility in Encinitas, California, and you can visit her at crystalnanny.com. And crystal is C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L, nanny.com. Thanks so much, Crystal, for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Stay on the line. Folks, next week, my show for Valentine's Day, which is coming up on the 14th, and I'll have them on on the 12th, are my dear friends Tom Merrill and Bobby Santos Merrill. And they've also had their own radio show. And they are successful and renowned family therapists and authors of Settle for More, You Can Have the Relationship You Always Wanted, Guaranteed. 
you can turn that 7% around. There are 7% people that are supposedly really happy in their relationships, and they want to turn around the 93% one couple at a time, and many more than that. So, again, settleformore, you can have the relationship you always wanted guaranteed. Log on to settleformore.com. Folks, it's an honor and pleasure to be with you each week. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy. Know you can make your dreams come true. Get the support you want. Be true to yourself. And listen to Positive Living. We're on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. All shows are archived on my site, RaskinResources.com, and on the site, VoiceAmerica.com. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.